Hey everybody, thanks for joining us. We have a big one today. Dr. Heather Gesling from The Wellness Company. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks guys. Super happy to be here. Good. Yeah, so like I was telling you before, I got this press release and um, what caught my eye was your, the mission, and I'm just summarizing, of medical freedom and putting the patient first. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, we, we've had this discussion of healthcare versus sick care. Mm-hmm. So I was hoping you could kind of tell us about the wellness company and, and, uh, elaborate on those. Sure. Yeah. I'll tell you all about it. So the wellness company is hoping to bring back medicine the way it should be. You know, we've had a decline over the last, I would say several decades in really, um, physicians um, making decisions for patients based off of what the patient needs, the individual needs of the patient, and relying more on this hoax called evidence-based medicine, where you don't really factor in all the individual things about the patient, but you just go off, off of guidelines. So we already had that happening, and then COVID hit. And physicians really lost all sense of um, who they were. They got controlled by these governmental agencies. They got controlled by, you know, pharmaceutical company tweets, you know, talking about that ivermectin wasn't for uh, humans, you know, all of this stuff. They got controlled by corporate medicine and CEOs telling them what they could and couldn't use for their patients. And so, this slow decline became a rapid decline, which then led to patients being completely um, untrusting of their doctors. And the really the whole um, the whole healthcare system became untrustworthy. So we hope to establish at the wellness company re- restore the physician patient relationship. And the sanctity of that, where physicians get to choose what's best for their patient, not based off of, off of an agenda. Um, and then the sick care versus well care. So what our goal is, is to get patients back to wellness, restore their health. And what we have in this country is millions and millions of chronically ill patients that are being managed with many pharmaceutical medications. And each of those pharmaceuticals creates more unwellness. It creates nutritional deficiencies. These medications interact with, you know, cell efficient cell function and, and really take away from the health of the body to be able to um, maintain overall wellness. And being on these pharmaceuticals is something that we um, see as a huge problem. So we want to reverse that. We want to restore wellness. We want to get them off of pharmaceuticals, deprescribe sort of this freedom from pharma concept. And the, the goal is to utilize really good nutritional um, based uh, medicine nutraceuticals, lifestyle changes, um, diet changes, intermittent fasting, when you eat, what you're eating, get rid of toxic foods. Um, So the whole concept is to restore wellness and remove this concept that 
once you're on a medicine, you stay on medicine for the rest of your life. We want to reverse that. So it's really a, a holistic a, approach that, uh, that your company is taking on. So I prefer to say naturalistic. Naturalistic. I feel, I, I feel like the naturalistic way is using natural, um, uh, the nutraceuticals, using vitamins, minerals, supplements. One of my favorites is bee pollen. Um, one Ooh. of our uh, providers, Dr. Janice Schmidt, um, she is all about bee pollen. She has a huge bee farm and actually provides our bee pollen for our company. But she has showed the huge nutritional benefits with bee pollen. It has hundreds of um, minerals and vitamins in it. It's like God's daily vitamin. So my, the one question is, um, is it, is it fair to say that it's bee pollen is more effective in the region that it's in? Meaning like, um, uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Like, uh, well, like I think honey, for instance. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not sure it's so much like that. I, I don't know. That's a good question. I'll have to ask Jana, but I did a I deep dive on all this stuff, like in the last year. Yeah, I, I, love well, I it. think I think getting local bee pollen could be helpful for like allergies. Allergies, right? Yeah. And eczema. You know, this is something that I started using for my um, the children in my practice. I have a direct primary care practice, and I see all ages. And I started advising parents to use bee pollen. Um, it's sort of like a granular thing, almost like a granola type thing, kind of crunchy. And um, patients, these kids that have severe eczema are getting a heck of a lot better by just using daily bee pollen. So, so interesting. Yeah. My daughter uh, had some small box with eczema. I am so convinced. I had, I had this, I won't go into it. All of our listeners have heard my, my healthcare journey, but totally convinced that, you know, health obviously starts in our gut. And when I, when I was able to start healing, healing myself, and then I noticed my daughter started getting some eczema and I'm like, you know, what starts in the gut is, you know, we got to clean up what we're eating, everything convinced. Well, you, you know, I don't know how controversial you guys want to get, but you know, what really affects the gut is vaccines. Mm, yeah well we we can definitely dive into that um (laughs) and and, and i'm sure our our listeners would would really like that um your your opinion on that i i would like to uh digress for just a a second and when we're talking about the uh well well, basically everything that's prescribed to us it it Mm -hmm. feels like when we're going to our doctor if if i'm not feeling well here's a pill for this, take a pill for this. And mm-hmm. it, it seems, I feel like they're, they're putting their patients in a box. If you fit in this box, you're going to get prescribed this. I know, you know, 15 people on the same drug and it, it makes me scratch my head. It's like, well, how, how does this help us all? That's and, such and, a good point. Yeah. And, and so I, I really feel, and besides that, not being able to get in to see your doctor now for, you know, six mm-hmm. months, uh, that's mm-hmm. kind of changed. And I, and my, my final point that, or, you know, a question that I guess it's a question I have for you specifically is where do the insurance companies fall on this? Um, You know, specifically, we're finding that four or five years ago, insurance companies, you could get a refill on those meds. But when you're going now to get a refill, they want you to totally use up your meds, which is um, before you can get a refill. Um, And Uh I, I don't know if that's making sense. 
Um, but it really feels like the insurance companies are, are really kind of the, the protagonist in, in this issue as well. Yeah. So um, the, the thing about having to use up your meds and, and the insurance company being more sticklers about when you can get refills and stuff. I don't know what's up with that. That's really weird. And I noticed that a few years ago. Um, I don't know if they're just really trying to be chintzy on, you know, well, you need to have used 28 days worth of medication before we will fill your medicine. I don't know. But this whole thing about, um, you know, 15 people being on the same medication, you are so right. So I had, um, so I have a, a direct primary care practice where I have many, many patients that I've been seeing for years and years and years and years. And I, a lot of them, I've really pared down their meds and they're on very few pharmaceuticals. And so when I get these new patients, it's like, I can predict what they're going to be on because everybody's on the same stuff. Everybody's on a statin. Everybody's on an SSRI. Everybody's on, you know, two blood pressure medications and a proton pump inhibitor, such as a meprazole or whatever. They're all on the same thing. It's like, I, you know, I I sit down and I go, it looks like you're on the typical cocktail. So, you know, then trying to reverse that and they, they just can't believe it. They think, well, what I can get off of these. I'm like, yes, let's do this. It's so So funny. You say that my wife's in her clinicals for a nurse practitioner. And she says the same exact thing. You know, we have our our nightly conversations, same thing. That is so crazy to hear. Exactly. And so it's like, we, it's like as a country, what we have had, the, the physicians have had this directive. Everybody needs a PPI proton pump everybody needs an SSRI everybody has to be on a statin and we don't even really assess it anymore the first sign of a patient coming in being you know a little bit glum or going through some grief bam SSRI um and so and then of course there's the controversy lately about whether or not the the whole serotonin theory of depression is actually accurate and we've had so many studies that have happened um, lately regarding the fraudulent studies regarding Alzheimer's medications and, oh, yeah, that's a big one. and and the theory of LDL being, you know, the big bad thing that it is. And so honestly, I just tell my patients, I just don't trust these meds anymore. I think they're making you sicker. And I don't care if your LDL is a little high, we are going to get you off these medications. So, and they feel so much better. Oh my gosh. They come in and they're, they're losing weight. They have more energy you know, they feel, they feel more vibrant because they're not taking seven meds feeling like an old, you know, chronically ill person. They think, oh, you know, I, I'm, I'm doing okay. So to kind of tack on to uh, Mike's question, um, the, the wellness company, you guys are, I mean, virtual, right? So it's more accessible yeah. to people over yeah. the United States. Yeah. So we have virtual healthcare right now and we absolutely will be expanding um, to, you know, brick and mortar at some point. But right now the goal with virtual is to provide health, the, the type of healthcare that patients are desperately needing in this country. And so that healthcare is accessible um, to anybody in the country. All of, we have um, providers that are licensed in every state um, and this healthcare, the telehealth um, way of doing things is really, really good because number one, they know that they're going to get a physician that is going to treat them correctly, accurately, not based off of, you know, these guidelines that are not beneficial to the patient. Um, but also they're going to be able to have access, easy access, convenient access 
Um, and honestly, most, most visits where I see patients, um, you know, I don't have to do a physical exam, listen to a heart and lung every time. It's just not necessary. I mean, if they're having symptoms or they're sick, you know, of course I want to be able to listen to them, but most patients don't have to have that. Telehealth can provide just about every single thing that a patient needs through that virtual contact. Okay. Oh, that's great. So how will that work? I guess insurance-wise, I'll still piggyback yeah. on Mike's question. Uh, yeah, I threw for, a lot for people in, that are interested. Actually, so I, I apologize. Yeah, for, <laughs> for people that want to come to the wellness company, is that something they need to worry about? I mean, is it like insurance. any other? Okay, so yeah. we don't do insurance. Okay, okay. Insurance, insurance controls controls a physician much too much. You, right. you cannot, when I went to drug primary care, I quit taking insurance and noticed how am, amazing it feels as a physician not to be having to focus on everything the insurance company is making me focus on. All these guidelines, all of these checked boxes that they're making sure are being covered, but then I don't even get the time to care for the patient like I want. Well, so when we take out insurance, then obviously we get to care for patients um, much more um, efficiently. So you, you actually get to be a doctor and not an administrator. Actually get to point. be a doctor and we don't take insurance and what we're offering right now, I'll tell you all about it. So we're offering acute care visits um, where, you know, if you need some easy refills or if you need um, treatment for the, the illness that cannot be named, I don't know if we're allowed to say that. Um, go ahead and say it. Well, so we, we yeah. offer COVID care, um, and we'll give you the medications that will help you. Obviously, um, there's two that have been completely, um, you know, crucified in the media that work super well. Um, and we'll give you those medications. And then also we can take care of other things like UTI and, you know, erectile dysfunction and, you know, things like that. We hope to quickly expand to full primary care where we can manage all of your chronic illnesses. Um, but in the meantime, what we're doing is we're offering a couple of wellness packages that have multiple visits where, you know, we check um, a really thorough lab panel, make sure several nutrients are within range, make sure you're not showing signs of diabetes, that you're, you know, get a look, get a look at the indicators within with your triglyceride and HDL and um, be able to assess that and maybe hopefully get you off of a few meds even with that. Um, and then we also offer two amazing packages that patients really need to know about, which is we're treating long haul COVID and we're treating vaccine injury. We have protocols that are very beneficial using nutraceuticals, using specific medications such as ivermectin or even naltrexone um, to be able to help patients that have those issues. So we have those packages and the long haul COVID and the vaccine injury package have a really extensive lab panel involved in that price. We have amazing prices on labs, amazing prices. They're five to 10 times less what a patient would pay cash pay and um, less than what would be submitted to your insurance. And so a lot of times, you know, patients want to use their insurance, but then they have a high deductible. And right. so they go and they submit or they get these labs and then the huge cost is submitted to their insurance, but then they have to pay, you know, $1,500 out of pocket for this big lab panel because they have a high deductible. Well, the cost of our care, including amazing lab work, very thorough lab work, and the doctor's visits are all are all much less than usually what a patient would have to pay for a deductible. 
So, so with the, with all this being virtual, obviously a, a labs can't be virtual. So I, where does the patient go for the labs? Yeah. So we have, we have two relationships set up. We have a relationship set up with Quest Labs, which is all across the country. And we also have a relationship set up with a company that it's going to be able to come in and draw your labs in home if you want that. Um, It's all part of the package. You just, it's going to be all through texting. You know, you can set up your appointment for the, for the phlebotomist to come to your house and get your labs, or you can go right into a Quest Lab. Since we're talking about um, services, you also have a subscription. Yeah. So what we have is a membership. It's only $9 and 99 cents a month. The membership is really to um, bring you into the family and it provides you with exclusive content through our education. It's called the well and through media. It also provides you with extensive discounts on the package pricing, the physician visit pricing, the nutraceuticals, the supplements. Um, And so it's really a easy way to get reduced cost on the services. Okay. All right. I'm pausing. Yeah. I was say, man, that was a smooth transition. Wow. We're that, that's like that's a commercial. <laughs> yeah, we did, right? Like, we, Damn it! We just didn't even plan that commercial. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it cracks me up. That was good. That was so, all right in. That's so, so that, funny. That part will be edited out. No, uh, it's not. I'm leaving. It's, it's funny. <laughs> um, so, so with with that being so. Um, if somebody was going to sign up uh, for your program, where would they go? So they, they would go to twc.health, twc.health. Okay. Um, and also twc.health will give you instructions on downloading the app. Let me tell you about this app. Oh, I got an I, app. Oh, we man. have an app and it is super cool. I, when I found out about all the things that this app does, I was like, what? This is amazing. So what it will do, our app is the only one that will do this. We have exclusive um, sort of, uh, what would you call it, relationship or um, connection to all of the major electronic health records in the country. Oh, like, like Epic. Yeah, like Epic. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so what we do is we just, you know, get your permission and you can grab all your own health records, bring them in, and then the physician has access to it. You have access to it. It's super cool. Um, I just pulled it up on the app store, everybody. It's there. Just, just search the wellness company. company. There it is. Yep. And, um, so your doctor has access to it. You have the app and the app has really cool features, you know, like I think you can track your, um, track your diet, track your vitals, your blood pressure. You can, um, your labs will be, um, uploaded into it. And so, uh, the physician will use that app to see you virtually. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods market. Great. So when we're talking about just overall health, I, I, I think we have to talk about mental health. Um, yeah. Does your, do your services offer anything with mental health, those from suffering from yeah, uh, yeah. that's normally, you know, uh, let's give you medication for anxiety, depression, but it, is there something that your programs cover with that? 
you know, we don't have extensive mental health programs developed just yet, but we've been talking that over the last several days that we're really planning on developing that out. Those are not, not, I mean, they're not excluded right now. If somebody has a problem with depression or anxiety and they need refills, but want to talk about maybe how to get off those medicines, we absolutely can do that. Um, You know, there's another thing that um, we've been looking into in our company, which is a lot of mental health problems are actually, um, uh, worsened by nutritional deficiencies and you know nutritional deficiencies are common in this country and our food is depleted of nutrients which is contributing to a lot of issues with mental health gut health um mitochondrial you know um dysfunction energy depletion immune system not functioning well because we don't have all the right nutrients um, so back to mental health, we have, yes, we can take care of um, patients in, in refill medications if they need it and talk about how to get off those medications. And nutritional, um, nutritional it, it, stressing and nutrition is important with mental health. There are some supplements that can help with, um, with mental health, like Bacopa, um, these adaptogen type things. Um, So uh, the the mental health world, you know, is I feel like really changing right now. We're sort of realizing that we have treated patients inappropriately for too long with the SSRIs and such. Um, So, yeah, we're we will absolutely have um, availability for that. Yeah. So I I feel that it's it's starting to pivot that way where, where, you know, those that are, have been medicated for so long and look, I I'm maxed out on my, my yeah. anxiety meds. Cause I can't take any more in, in one day because yeah. now I'm past the, the safety thresholds. But in the same time, I feel that, that you know, with it, we're, we're going to get into the pandemic. We'll do the, yeah. we're going down the rabbit hole here, but when, when the entire country and world was isolated for X amount of uh, months. Now everybody will now you have COVID depression. I've heard that phrase. And that, that, that's surreal to me that that's actually a a thing that's that, you know, doctors are diagnosing you you have the COVID related depression from, from being isolated. And so, so take some pills. And then add in all the contributing variables that are feeding the social media, the news. Sure. The, I mean, you know. let's face it. When oh, you're, locked, yeah, for when you're sure. locked in your house and it's doom and gloom every day, uh, it's going to cause anybody uh, uh, an amount of anxiety. So true. I mean, that's what I was telling my patients from, you know, the very beginning spring of 2020. I'm like, you guys have to quit watching your news. The patients were becoming obsessed, right? Was obsessed with the news and they were getting more and more anxious seeing, I was seeing so much um, more depression and anxiety. And it was obviously linked to having all of that fear, um, coming through their TV or computer or phone all day long. Um, and what's and crazy is, yeah, I was gonna say, I, I, oh, I'm so sorry. There's such a, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, I saw the same behavior from like CEOs of gigantic global companies. Like I'd be in meetings and just seeing the, you know, them shoving the, the jab, you know, you guys get out there and get that, you know, get, get the jab. And, and they're all yeah. like, oh, oh, I know. well, they were all, they were all in on it. All and in. They, sure. Well, yeah. well, the irony is, and we called it early on that it's not the pharmaceutical companies that are going to end up getting sued. It's going to be the, the, the private entities that are forcing this. And sure enough, 
uh, it, it's starting. Um, it, yeah. you know, the, the pharmaceutical companies uh, have immunity to, to the lawsuit. And so it, who's going to get sued? Well, it's going to be the, the, the low bottom employers uh, that, that force it. You want to work or, you're, or you want to, to be unemployed and get fired. Um, so take the, take, take the jab. And at that point, now we're starting to see, and I, I love your input on this. That's where I was going. We are seeing an uptick on people getting sick. And, and not just flu after, after their third and now coming up their fourth jab were serious issues. But besides the, the enlarged heart, and I, I forget that the, the myocarditis, myocarditis, is that what it was called? Um, but, we're, we're, you know, uh, abdominal issues, um, uh, appendixes having to come. Are, are you fertility. seeing what kind of a fertility yeah. issues? Uh, what are you seeing with this? And, and what well, can like they do? I can tell you all about why that's happening. Um, so the, the jab decreases your immune system, causes T cell dysfunction. It creates, um, it, it causes a um, change in your body's defenses against cancer in multiple ways. It affects your P53 molecule, which is the guardian of the genome. It affects the BRCA protein, which helps prevent breast cancer. Um, it affects the toll-like receptors that are helping your cells signal to each other and tell whether you're a good cell or a bad cell. I mean, multiple things that are affecting your body's defenses. The T cell or your innate immune system is your first line defense against cancer and infection, right? Okay. So whenever you have that first line defense completely um, disabled, then you're going to have so much more illness. So can and, I ask you uh, as a layperson? Uh, I, I want you to walk me through this. You, you said totally disabled. How, how does that happen? So your T cells have um, will decrease in number. The spike protein itself creates um, so many issues with the um, with the the T cell. Uh, function and number. And so whenever you mess with that, that's where you get into huge problems. What, what we have seen, you guys have noticed this, is that all of the all of the normal seasonal illnesses are completely out of whack, right? We've sure. seen RS, RSV in the summer. We've seen, um, I've seen flu um, completely out of season. Um, so many new mono cases or reactivated mono or um, finding patients that have reactivated cytomegalovirus infections, all of these things that, you know, we saw rarely or within certain seasons are now completely uh, don't have a pattern anymore. And that's because of what has happened with the um, jabs. So, so with that being said, uh, if I've taken the poison per se, Mm -hmm. What can I do to minimize any potential risk? Are we still in that? I don't know. We're, we're totally in. The, I don't know, in my opinion. I mean, we don't, we still don't know how long that we see spike protein being manufactured or hanging out in your system after you've had the jab. Um, and I think that, well, we have um, a formulation that was created by one of our um, doctors which is spike recovery. And it has multiple neutral or nutraceutical um, supplement ingredients that neutralize the spike. And we have scientific research that proves that. 
dandelion root and we have black cumin seed, we have selenium in there. I mean, all of these things that can neutralize the spike that your body is still unfortunately potentially producing um, and then sort of help your body recover and have decreased inflammation. That spike protein is a completely inflammatory protein. It goes and sits on, it goes and sits on the endothelial cell lining um, of your arteries and causes all this crazy chaos in your bloodstream. And probably the reason, one of the reasons that we're getting these crazy clots and they're not even blood clots. Have you guys seen pictures of these? They're like white protein type long clots that are being um, found in, in people that have had the jab, things that have never been seen before. Um, Like a rubber cement. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just Mm -hmm. this, and you can pull them out and like, and lay it out on the table and see, you know, the branches of all the arteries. It's just crazy. So for so, the for the people that are paying it, like actually paying attention to what's happening around us, they're still reporting, you know, athletes dropping dead. And this is still going on yet, you know, of course now it's we're coming up to November. So there's a complete deflection. I mean, it's you you you'd think that everybody forgot about what's happening right now. Well, and, and then also it they have the fourth shot release and nobody's talking about or it's very little talk in, in any mainstream media outlet specifically about the research that was done on the, 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 the new fourth, right. The, uh, wasn't, and no human trials. Am, yeah, am the I correct on that? Yeah. It's yeah. The yeah. It's yeah, mind boggling. I mean- it's mind boggling, but you know what they're saying? Well, we didn't really do it for every seasonal flu vaccine either. We would just kind of tweak it and change it. However, those weren't MRNA vaccines. Those were not genetic vaccines. Um, and so when you change just a little bit of the genetic sequence and then it maybe makes other proteins and you have all of this, you know, down the road effects from changing a genetic sequence, holy moly. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta be able to, um, you got to be able to know if it's safe for humans, for sure. I don't, I don't think it should be tested on humans. I don't think that technology is safe, but for sure, you can't just say it's safe because it was tested on mice. I mean, that's ridiculous. Well, I I think I I do have a question. And insofar as when we had Dr. Malone on Uh our our cast, you know, obviously those that are watching and and, and you know, his entire history, um, but he admitted that he had took the the vaccine yeah mm-hmm. and which which is kind of mind-boggling to me where he, he was g- giving us every reason not to do it and and once again to our viewers and here's our our disclaimer every time we talk about this we're oh, not yeah. telling anybody to take the vaccine we're not telling anybody not to take the vaccine that's your choice um whether you you want to trust what what you're putting in your body or not um we're just giving out facts and and that's that's yeah. the whole reason we're, we're doing this is there there's there's two sides of every coin so yeah so as the inventor of the mrna well he right? took it it was really early on it was like early january of 2021 and you know and he has he has um he's been vocal about the adverse effects that he got from it i was surprised that he got it too you know because i didn't invent the mrna vaccine but once i learned about it i'm like i Oh, I'm not putting that in my body. <laughs> if, if he should listen to this, we don't mean any, no ill will. We yeah, love no you, dis- Dr. Malone. Yeah, no disrespect. Funny but. story. I was sleeping one morning and uh, after our podcast and my cell phone rang and I, and I look at it and I save all my contacts, you know, 
it's a doctor Robert Malone. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, literally just woke up. I'm like, what the hell? I got to pick this up. He's like, Randy. He's like, uh, are, are you ready? I'm like, ready for what? He's like, got a podcast. I'm like, no, no, we don't. No, <laughs> no not today. <laughs> we, we shot last week, Doc. Yeah, uh, we, but he was running the circuit. Um, oh, man. He's going hard. But well, I, guess, I mean, he's been so busy. I mean, right, I thought, uh, I've had a lot of, he's called me a few times and I'll be sitting in with a patient and I'll be like, oh, hold on. Right. <laughs> Good dude. But, but do you, do you think he took it like many other people took it out of just the fear of the unknown? Let me just, I mean, and I, I would think he wouldn't be drawn to that, but I could see how a, a lay person like myself or, or Randy could be sucked into that. You have to well, take this or you will die, right? Too. That's yeah. what everyone was thinking. If you don't take this, you will die. Yeah, I mean, that's right. That's right. I don't know that he was thinking that. And maybe he was just having a lot of faith in his technology. I mean, and that's maybe- true too, right? Yeah. So can I switch gears a little bit? So I want to kind of, I want to dig deep into like the wellness company. I did it before. I haven't even discussed this with Mike. I, I, like I dove really, really deep. Right. Um, so are, are you practicing at like, are you in Missouri? Is that where you're at? I'm in Missouri. Okay. Yes. I ha- so I have a direct primary care practice. Um, but I also am the COO of the chief medical board for the wellness company and help build this company. Congratulations. Um, start, starting in the spring. Yeah. That's awesome. You. Yeah. Oh, so since you mentioned that. So, wow. I'm like, how did you guys, number one, how did you come together? Because, uh, you know, obviously everyone was fascinated with, uh, Dr. McCullough and, yeah. um, um, yeah, I'll tell you story. yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And, and, and cause I'm curious what, and I, and I prepped for this, but then I didn't, I didn't even see the name Foster Colson. Uh-huh. And then I did a deep dive on him. I'm like, he's pretty cool whoa, he's not even a, he's not even a, he's not, you know, he's just an entre, like an amazing entrepreneur, but I was just like blown away by this young man. So I don't know if you, you can have at it wherever you want to go with that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, so I was, have been part of a group of physicians, um, since last fall, we were doing a lot of educational summits and, you know, um, focusing on that. But at some point, at the end of last year, Dr. Richard Amerling had this opportunity to grow a telehealth company. Um, and we brought in, and he brought in me and several other physicians. Um, and we were doing our best because we wanted to provide this service to the country. And we were doing our best to do it on our own with this telehealth company. We had a lot of barriers, but we kept plugging along. And I get a call from the vice president of the telehealth company. And I was like, I'm sorry, we're still working on the legal stuff. And we're still working on the website. And he's like, no, just hold on. I got great news for you. We have somebody that's going to come in and help us, both of us, both, both sides. And I'm like, that's amazing. Um, and he said that this guy, it was Foster, um, had been looking into how to help rebuild healthcare in this country, knowing exactly where the, you know, where the system had failed and he wanted to, to make better care accessible to America. And so we had our first, like it was four days later, we had our first Zoom call with Foster, me and several other physicians. 
and the um, and the the owners and the leaders of this other telehealth company, and we joined forces, and it was magical. And we um, we never stopped from day one after we met. We all just you know clicked, and he had a mission, and we were all there to help, and we were um, we were excited to have his help. So it was basically three entities all joining together to make this wellness company happening. So for our listeners, just to put it in a perspective and how cool this, this young man is, I'm just looking at it. I'm looking for his age. He's 32. 32. Okay. Okay. So I did a deep dive, like I said, right? So <laughs> he's, he's got a quite a wide range. So he's got the Colson group. He may be Col- 33 now. He may have turned 33, but I don't know. I, and I feel older every single time. I'm, <laughs> I'm 37. Uh, so Colson Aviation, where he would had a company that was fighting wildfires. Yeah. So I think they, I think they have the biggest air lo- aircraft fleet next to the military. Um, and then that's for aerial firefighting. And then also uh, Colson Entertainment, where he helped produce. 2010's A-Team, 2013's Man of Steel, 2014, The Interview. That's mind-blowing. Wow. Not to take the spotlight off of the wellness company or anything. Oh, talk about it. It's fun. I no, mean, it's really awesome. And so we're yeah. going to have to, I'm going to have to try to get him on here just to, just to pick oh, him up. Oh, he'll come him. on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so I just, putting that brain in this and then Peter McCullough and yourself and it's, it's, it's pretty, I know that our um, fan base is going to, they're going to hear this and they're going to be mind blown for sure. Yeah. We think it's basically um, what this country has been needing for so long. COVID really obviously put the spotlight on the failings of the healthcare system. Um, But so we're here to really fill in the gap, rebuild and, um, and Buster has amazing skills, business skills, um, employee skills. Like he is very diplomatic and well-rounded and kind and thoughtful. He really cares. He truly cares. Like he's just saying it all day. He cares about the American people. He's is, a he, is he Canadian? He, uh, okay. He cares about the Canadian people. He comes We're from the land of uh, universal health care, right? Yeah, right. I mean, he's we will we plan to expand, um, but he just cares and he knows where the need is. And he um, has basically put in all of his own resources to make this happen. So, so I know you probably have your own recruitment department, but if, if some of our listeners wanted out of the, the healthcare system they are in now to join yeah. a cause like this, how could they go about doing that? Um, so yeah, so there, let me, let me think about the absolute best way to do that. So I can give you a email. Um, when, when we're, when we wrap this up, we'll, let's, let's get back to that one. I'm going to pick your brain off there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have questions about that too. (laughs) So, so to our viewers, uh, I might have most likely we'll have you guys, uh, reach out to us and we can, uh, we can provide that, uh, That way we're not inundating. Uh, uh, I might have your resume. Uh, you might uh, get inundated. A nurse oh, practitioner for their first brick and mortar over here. <laughs> well, there you go. Because um, that's what we're, I mean, we have had a lot reach out to us that they want to join forces because it will make us all stronger. Um, that's the problem, you know, that has happened over the last two years is there's been a lot of resistance 
there's been a lot of different groups, but nothing has, I mean, we haven't really joined forces. We're still and divided, right? We're still divided. And I'm going to tell you personally, I've even experienced that within the freedom fighters themselves. I mean, I was at the tippity top of the freedom fighters doing these educational summits with, you know, several of the top docs. And whenever I chose to um, be a part of this um this company, a lot of them just disenfranchised me. They just decided, oh, well, that's not really, um, that's not really noble enough. Or, you know, whenever I choose to go work for a company, maybe that's not, you know, the kind of fight they think I should be doing. And so they criticize and they put everybody in these little boxes. And that's one of the problems that has happened with freedom fighters is everybody becomes so sort of I don't know the right words, egotistical or narcissistic to think what everybody should be doing. And then they get upset or there's these factions or whatever, and then nobody's staying united. And so, you know, we all talk about the other side and they all stay united and defend each other to the death, no matter what. But then on our side, you know, we start getting upset or nitpicky about what somebody's doing and not get extending grace, you know. it, it's interesting within the, every little uh, microcosm that you have, the freedom fighters, that there's yeah. an authoritative complex <laughs> that, that exactly. goes in that, right? And, yes. and not so much, not as far as a dictatorship, but pretty darn close to a dictatorship within those, those factions. That's so, right. that, you know, it, it's kind of ironic that uh, you're, you're kind of uh, fighting for the, the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's true. I mean, it's, it's really ironic that we're fighting against, the controlling entities, but within our own groups, we're doing the same thing to each other. Um, It goes to show there has to be some sort of social order, but how do we get that to work? And that that comes with communication and understanding. And I can't preach that enough that, you know, if there's a Democrat and a Republican, the issue isn't that you're a Democrat or Republican, it's that you feel that each other is the enemy and we can't have a civil conversation. That's what's going on. Yeah. Yep. That's right. I was just going to say that, you know, so many nurses have talked about this and fought and been freedom fighters. And it's been so hard for us to find doctors that are freedom fighters. So this mm-hmm. is really great. I mean, this is great for all of our listeners because we had like one doctor step up, uh, you know, do- I mean, besides Dr. Malone, um, mm-hmm. which we basically just talked about the MRNA technology with um, mm-hmm. this podcast. So this is great to hear and great to see all of these doctors that believe in the same thing. Yeah. So with, within our wellness company, we have um, dozens and dozens of dozens of doctors that have proven themselves to be true freedom fighters. I mean, they stood up during COVID and were willing to take care of their patients and risk their reputation or license or whatever to take care of these patients. And so they've proven themselves to be, you know, very um, honorable physicians and they they feel like the taking care of the patient is obviously the most important thing can't so we have can't be canceled we have right. we have tested doctors that um that only want the best for the patient very good that's great that's pretty awesome is there anything you want to want to talk about or we didn't really get to dig into dr gesling too much <laughs> Well, what are your hobbies? No, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, you think I have time for hobbies? No, <laughs> just kidding. I have, I have kids, three kids. I mean, they're they all have activities, and you know, yeah. we we do some homeschooling with them, and um, they're also in a they're in a, a private school that does this Monday, Wednesday, Friday type 
um, system and then homeschools on, we homeschool on Tuesday and Thursday. I am so um, almost there. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, well, I've talked about my practice and I mean, what else? I don't know. I'm not super, um, skilled in like any major sports or anything like that. <laughs> I'm just a doctor. That's my thing. <laughs> can, can I just add that it is a breath of relief to be able to talk to a doctor that is so down to earth as you are. Um, and, and really talk. Um, I know you're like, know you're not saying, you know what I'm trying to yeah, say? Yeah, Cause a lot of times doctors down yes, or above yes, yes. us, uh, we are two working class guys. We, we think we're, we're relatively bright, but, uh, you could have totally just went and I, I don't have a problem when I, if I don't know something, I'm going to say, Hey, I don't know this. You're over my, you know, I, I like to stay in my lane, but I thank you for that. Thank you for, oh, for yeah, being absolutely. You're very reasonable towards us. <laughs> well, since she's laughing, I'm going to ask, what's the last thing you bought on iTunes? <laughs> Uh, well, I bought my book today that came out on Kindle, oh. on Amazon. Um, Tell us about so it. We have a new book called The New Wave is Brave. And um, man, it's, it's such a really cool book. The thing that we have had lacking is the plan, a plan to go forward. Um, so we've had books that have talked about the craziness of the last two and a half years, everything that went wrong. But then do we have a plan? So the book, the, the, the main goal of the book is, yeah, we talked about things that have happened over the last two and a half years, but the main goal is to, to discuss a plan. How do we fix it? What do we do to come together? What do we do to, to, um, to, to disrupt the system and change the system? And so um, it's me and, and the other physicians Dr. McCullough and Dr. Amerling and Dr. Rich, who's amazing. And we have Dr. Janice Schmidt, a naturopathic doctor, and Dr. Jen Vandewater, a PharmD, um, that have all written chapters in the book, along with Foster Colson. And um, to, to discuss this, it's super exciting. You can get it well, on um, Kindle right now. I am so happy I asked you that question because yeah. I got I the totally press, I got the I, press I, release I, right here. It's not in the press release. I had no idea you guys had a book coming out. I feel horrible. I, you know, we could have hit that a long time well, ago. Well, actually, it's just in pre-launch right now, but I got told that I could get it on Kindle today. So, hey, I'm like, yeah. okay. I'm like, I'm double checking. I'm what, like, oh my gosh, what what's the name of the book? One, one more time. What's the name of it? The New Wave is Brave. The New Wave is Brave. And you said it's in pre-launch, so it's not accessible it, you can, for everybody. You can get it on Kindle right now. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so I'm going to link it we're up. talking about where we go uh, from here. And, and this, this book is a good segue. Um, do the elections that are coming up and I'm not, it's going to get a little political. Are, are they going to weigh on the outcome of, of your business? Or are you worried about anything coming from the legislation that's trying to be passed? You know, I don't think, I don't think so, but what I, what we do um, feel like we are positioned for is if there is a downturn or even more of a recession or, you know, concerns with financial um, stability, what we provide is a really low cost option for healthcare, whether or not you have insurance or not. Um, So we feel like we um, provide that security for patients. That's phenomenal. I, yeah, don't 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 get into politics. Just because I was uh, listening to uh, 
a, a different podcast today and, and uh, the pillow guy was on there and oh Mike Lindell yeah Lindell <laughs> and he said he was uh like he went like fishing or something and when they were done they went to like a, a Hardee's restaurant and he did yeah. a drive-thru and the FBI swooped in and boxed them in and, and yep. oh. from them. yeah okay yeah that's about right it's crazy yeah um it's crazy yeah we'll stay away yeah. from that then so where do you think your your uh first i know you're not that far yet but your first brick and mortar office may be um probably florida okay i was just gonna i, I that's good that's good my wife's license in florida so. <laughs> <laughs> well we're gonna have to stay in touch yeah 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 all right. Um, I, I know we've taken up, uh, we've got you, uh, I, what, 30 to? Yeah, we're up. We're somewhere. Okay. I, I just want to make sure that we're not taking up too much of your time. This has been a great conversation, uh, by the way. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, all of our listeners, make sure you look up the wellness company. And uh, I'm going to post the links. I'm going to post the link for the new book. And uh, don't go anywhere because we'll talk when I stop recording. But uh, Dr. Heather Gesling, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, guys. Thank you.